Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's that grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air High as next on the cloud Am I in the air, Sunday night's round time I flex my bed of Ultron, transform to DX Don Mega and unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome to the best damn entertainment show out there in podcast form. It's this show right here. Am I on the air? I'm your host, Don Mega, and I welcome you to the one-stop shop for all of your entertainment needs. This is where you come to on a weekly basis. You listen for about an hour, and I get you completely caught up to speed in everything going down in the world of entertainment news. From television to movies to reviews and everything in between That's what I bring you right here on Am I on the Air We are currently in the midst of our season 13 Yes, season 13, man Shows you how long we've been doing this show This is season 13, episode 19 Tonight's show is titled Party Animals Um... I think we're approaching our mid-season finale Because, you know, we like to mimic things that television shows do And since the new hip thing is to do mid-series, um, mid-season finales Maybe we'll do that And then uh, we'll come back with season 13, second half Or maybe it'll just be a whole brand new season We'll come back season 14, who knows But maybe it's coming up soon here with Christmas right around the corner So, tonight... Um, we got a lot to talk about I got two movie reviews for you We're going to be talking Office Christmas Party And we're also going to be talking about Nocturnal Animals So two vastly different films And then on top of that The Golden Globe nominations just dropped today So we'll see who's getting nominated for what out there A couple big surprises um, Hashtag Deadpool Completely coming out of nowhere At the Golden Globe So we'll look into that and uh, on top of that, it has been Trailer Palooza. I mean, trailers have been dropping like no tomorrow. On last week's episode, we talked about um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailer, the Mummy trailer, Transformers The Last Night, and it just continued as the week went on. Tonight, we're going to talk about Spider Man Homecoming trailer, um, War for the Planet of the Apes. And then last night, The Fate of the Furious Yes, Fast and Furious 8 dropped their first trailer It's just been trailer crazy around here So we're going to talk some more big trailers Like I said, trailers, Golden Globes uh, The Critics' Choice Awards were last night Movie reviews, we got a lot on our plate 
So let's jump right into it with the movie reviews of the week Starting with Office Christmas Party So Office Christmas Party is an R-rated holiday comedy You know, last year we had... um, Man, what the hell was that movie last night? Now I'm spacing it Um, Tis the... The night before, that's it With Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt And Anthony Mackie Man, I love that movie That was like a 5 star Christmas comedy Loved it So this year we get Office Christmas Party And I was really stoked on this From the very first trailer I was like, this is going to be hilarious They had the right casting behind it T.J. Miller, Jason Bateman um, Jennifer Aniston Whole bunch of um, you know Kate McKinnon, a couple SNL people in there, um, uh, <laughs> the dude from Fresh Off the Boat. This movie was stacked with some really good comedic people, and I was like, man, this is gonna be you know the night before of 2016. It's gonna be really really cool, and <laughs> I kind of just fell in the middle with it. So it it kind of disappoints me because I wanted to be like, man, this shit was hilarious. And unfortunately, I can't do that. It has hilarious moments, and I did laugh quite a bit. But remember, I judge comedies based on my laugh scale. And I never got to those laughing so much I'm coughing, laughing so much I have tears in my eyes, deep Belly laughs None of those ever really came with this movie This movie had a lot of quick jokes That went <laughs> And then you were kind of done with it um, Basically long story short In a non-spoiler version um, TJ Miller runs a branch of a company That his sister Jennifer Aniston also runs um, She's the new interim CEO And she's she's mainly running this company um, Because her father passed away Jason Bateman works for TJ Miller um, and they're getting ready for their holiday party And then Jennifer Aniston shows up Basically says everyone needs to be laid off We're going to close this branch down uh, They get this idea in their mind That you know hey they have this meeting with this big wig uh, Played by Courtney Vance And that they said you know hey if we land this deal Can you leave the branch open And she says sure Land the deal and I'll leave the branch open So they invite him to come to this big office Christmas party That they're going to throw In an attempt to save the firm um, And then of course hilarity ensues As we say after that um, Like I said, not a bad movie I'll probably buy this one on Blu-ray If it's on sale for like 10 bucks um, I had a lot of good, decent laughs in it And like I said, the casting was good I enjoyed everybody in it Olivia Munn's on this as well Um, I just didn't get the big belly laughs that I was hoping for with this one Um, but still good nonetheless And if you're just looking for a nice, you know, fun time at the movies And get a couple good laughs Then I'd say go check this one out So for me, Office Christmas Party is a 3 out of 5 3 stars out of 5 stars uh, for me It was just good, uh, nothing really more or less Alright, my second film is Nocturnal Animals Nocturnal Animals came out in limited release about a week or two ago Starring Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Michael uh, Michael Shannon, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson And this is based on a book My wife read the novel I actually showed her the trailer to this movie And then she read the novel after that And was like we really need to go see this movie So thankfully to uh, my boy Geeky Pat He came over and babysat for me So I could take the wife out to a movie 
And we went and saw Nocturnal Animals uh, Directed by Tom Ford Very weird movie Very trippy, very artsy Um, The movie is about Amy Adams She's married to Army Hammer And she's kind of in this loveless marriage And one day she gets a book delivered And it's from her ex-husband Who was played by Jake Gyllenhaal Um, You find out later that while they were married He was trying to become a writer And their marriage kind of broke apart And they they separated Um, So he sends her this manuscript And he says, hey, this is a book I've read I would love for you to read it and provide me any feedback So she starts to read this book And as she's reading the book The movie kind of jumps to giving you a part of, you know, the movie transitions into playing out what she's reading in the book. Um, and it's about Jake Gyllenhaal once again, who's playing a character now at this point, um, who is on a road trip with his wife and his daughter, uh, his wife played by Isla Fisher. And, um, they get ran off the road by Aaron Taylor Johnson. For those of you that didn't know, that's him in this movie. This is a kick ass we're talking about. Um, <laughs> kick ass and Quicksilver from uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. He he's pretty unrecognizable a little bit in this movie. So he him and his friends they playing kind of a game of chicken. They run uh, Jake Gyllenhaal off the road and they end up kidnapping his wife and daughter and leaving him kind of out for dead in the desert. Um, he goes to the cops. He brings in Michael Shannon and and they try to figure out what happened to the wife and daughter. Um, so remember this is all the book that she that Amy Adams is reading. Um, and then. Um, a lot of the movie is just transitioning back and forth from Amy Adams dealing with reading this book And um, you have to kind of try to figure out the real relationship of what happened between Amy Adams and Jake Gyllenhaal That broke them up and, got, and made them get a divorce Into how the book that she's reading translates into their life Like I said, it's very trippy, it's very dark and I'm trying to be uh, I'm trying not to give any spoilers here So I'm being very loose with what I'm explaining to connect the dots I really enjoyed this movie It's a very artsy kind of film This is a movie that I wouldn't be surprised to pop up In the Oscar contention Um, Like I said today the Golden Globes came out And there's some nominations here For Best Picture, uh, Best Directing Aaron Taylor Johnson even got a nomination For Best Supporting Actor Uh, So good to see the the, Academies Paying attention to this movie um, it's crazy, like I said And it ends very weird, you might be like, what? Um, my wife now, like I said Who read the book, she's kind of like A lot of it had nothing to do with what the book was The book goes into a lot more detail Than what the movie does Um, but We both really liked it And, um, it's a, it's a trippy, trippy film Um I thought Jake Gyllenhaal killed it Amy Adams is excellent in this as she always is Michael Shannon's great, Aaron Taylor Johnson's great Everybody that's in this movie played A very good role And like I said I quite enjoyed it So for Nocturnal Animals for me I give this one a 4 star out of 5 So 4 out of 5 for me Really really like this So that's your 2 movie reviews You have Office Christmas Party 3 out of 5 And Nocturnal Animals with a 4 out of 5 There so there you have it in our movie reviews of the week Let's transition I usually go through the news and everything in order I want to start out right out the gate With the 74th annual Golden Globe nominations I don't usually spend time A lot going into nominations for award shows But the ones I do spend time on Are usually the Golden Globes The Oscars, you know, stuff like that Um 
They deserve it These are the biggest movies of the year For best acting and everything else involved So I want to take a couple minutes We're going to run down the big nominations Like I said this just came out this morning So for best picture Drama Nominated is Hacksaw Ridge Hell or High Water Lion Manchester by the Sea And Moonlight Best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama Amy Adams for Arrival Jessica Chastain for Miss Sloan Isabel Huppert for Ellie Ruth Nega for Loving And Natalie Portman for Jackie Best performance by an actor in a motion picture Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea Joel Egerton for Loving Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic And Denzel Washington for Fences Best motion picture musical or comedy 20th Century Woman Florence Foster Jenkins La La Land Sing Street And are you ready for it? Deadpool Yes <laughs> Did not make this up You hear that list 20th Century Woman Florence Foster Jenkins La La Land Sing Street And you're like Really? And then I'm like Deadpool Deadpool The R-rated graphic comic book movie Makes a big splash into the Golden Globe nominations for Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Wow. Congratulations. That is awesome. Best Performance by an Actress in a Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Annette Benning for 20th Century Women. Lily Collins for Rules Don't Apply. Haley Steinfeld for The Edge of Seventeen. Emma Stone for La La Land. And Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Jenkins. Best Performance by an Actor in a Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Colin Farrell for The Lobster. Ryan Gosling for La La Land Hugh Grant for Florence Foster Jenkins Jonah Hill for War Dogs Which I was very happy to see And Ryan Reynolds for Deadpool Thank you Golden Globes That is awesome Very very cool Um, I'm loving the Jonah Hill nomination And the Ryan Reynolds one I loved War Dogs Best Motion Picture Animated Kubo and the Two Strings Moana My Life as a Zucchini Sing and Zootopia Best Motion Picture, Foreign Language, Divines, Ellie, Nerudu, The Salesman, and Tony Erdman. Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture, Viola Davis for Fences, Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Nicole Kidman for Lion, Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures, and Michelle Williams for Manchester by the Sea. Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role in Any Motion Picture, Marshala Ali in Moonlight Jeff Bridges in Hell or High Water Simon Helberg for Florence Foster Jenkins Dev Patel for Lion And Aaron Taylor Johnson for Nocturnal Animals Best Director in a Motion Picture Damien Chazelle for La La Land Tom Ford for Nocturnal Animals Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge Barry Jenkins for Moonlight And Kenneth Longerman for Manchester by the Sea Best Screenplay Damien Chazelle, La La Land Tom Ford, Nocturnal Animals Barry Jenkins, Moonlight Kenneth Lonergan for Manchester by the Sea And Taylor Sheridan for high, Hell or High Water uh, Best Original Score for uh, Moonlight, La La Land, Arrival Lion and Hidden Figures Best Original Song for a Motion Picture Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake City of Stars from La La Land uh, Justin Timberlake's song of course from Trolls um, Faith from Sing um, Gold From um, The hell's Gold from I don't even know what Gold's from uh, So that sucks 
Oh, gold is from the movie Gold. Sorry. I was like, what the hell am I missing here? And how far I'll go from Moana. Um, big congrats. Uh, you know, how far I'll go from the Moana soundtrack is the most played song in my house right now. My daughter is obsessed with this song. Uh, written by Lynn Manuel Miranda. So congratulations to him. This is definitely the new, um, Let It Go song of the year. Best television series drama. The Crown on Netflix. Game of Thrones, HBO. Stranger Things on Netflix. This Is Us, NBC, and Westworld, HBO Uh, Great nominations there Best performance by an actress in a television series drama Keitrona Balfi from Outlander Claire Foy from The Crown Carrie Russell from The Americans Winona Ryder from Stranger Things And Evan Rachel Wood for Westworld Best performance by an actor in a television series drama Rami Malek from Mr. Robot Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul Matthew Reyes for The Americans Leave Schreiber for Ray Donovan And Billy Bob Thornton for Goliath Best Television Series Musical or Comedy Atlanta, Blackish, Mozart in the Jungle Transparent and Veep Good stuff there Best Performance by an Actress in a Television Series Musical or Comedy Rachel Bloom for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend Julia Louis-Dreyfus for Veep Sarah Jessica Parker for Divorce Issa Rae for Insecure Gina Rodriguez for Jane the Virgin And Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Series Musical or Comedy Anthony Anderson for Blackish Gail Garcia Bernal for Mozart in the Jungle Donald Glover for Atlanta Nick Nolte for Graves And Jeffrey Tambor for Transparent Best Television Limited Series or Motion Picture Made for TV American Crime The Dresser The Night Manager The Night Of and the People vs. OJ American Crime Story I'm pulling for the night of here all the way I love the night of um, I, I can't stress it enough An HBO miniseries that was incredible Best performance by an actress In a limited series or motion picture made for television Felicity Huffman for American Crime um, Riley Keough for The Girlfriend Experience Sarah Polson for The People vs. OJ American Crime Story Charlotte Rampling for London Spy And Kerry Washington for Confirmation Best performance by an actor in a limited series or motion picture made for television Riz Ahmed for The the Night Of John Turturro for The Night Of Brian Cranston for All The Way Tom Hiddleston for The Night Manager And Courtney B. Vance for The People vs. O.J. American Crime Story Once again, I just told you I love The Night Of So I'm so happy to see that not only Riz Ahmed get nominated But also John Turturro who was incredible in it So two great nominations there Best performance by an actress in a supporting role or series in a limited or motion picture Olivia Coleman for The Night Manager Lena Headey for Game of Thrones Chrissy Metz for This Is Us Mandy Moore for This Is Us And Thandie Newton for Westworld And last, best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series, limited series Or motion picture made for television Sterling K. Brown for The People vs. O.J. American Crime Story you Laurie for The Night Manager John Lithgow for The Crown Christian Slater for Mr. Robot And John Travolta for The People vs. O.J. Simpson American Crime Story So there you have it ladies and gentlemen The nominations for the 74th annual Golden Globes Like I said just got announced today So I wanted to bring it to you right at the top of the show uh, Once again we're broadcasting live here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios It is Monday, December the 12th and uh, those are your Golden Globe nominations So now we'll shift um, We're going to talk Some trailers Yes, let's talk trailers Wow 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 
Wow. I don't think we've ever had a week like we had last week in movie trailers. I've never seen so many badass trailers drop in a week <laughs> like we did last week. Like I said, we had the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 trailer drop last week and start breaking records all over the place. Biggest for Marvel, second biggest ever. We had um, the Mummy trailer drop with Tom Cruise launching the new Universal Monster Universe. It was amazing. We had Transformers The Last Night, the first trailer from Part 5. Mark Wahlberg, Josh Jamal returning. Really deep, dark trailer. Um... Some people torn on it, some people really liked it Some people didn't, it definitely wasn't the big Blow em up, bang bang that everybody expected uh, But I thought it was a great First teaser trailer, a lot of people forget The movie literally just wrapped filming So there probably is a lot of CGI And uh, effects to do on the film So I wasn't surprised that we didn't get more It was a good teaser And then the week started to roll on And we got Spider-Man Homecoming Holy crap What an awesome trailer the first solo Spider-Man movie of the relaunch with, um, <clears throat> excuse me, with Tom Holland, um, who of course made his debut in Captain America: Civil War this past year, stole the show. Everybody loved Tom Holland. He was an incredible Spider-Man in Civil War. This is his solo outing. It's continuing off the pace of Civil War. It's not an origin story. We're continuing on. We know Tony Stark is in the film We got to see some Robert Downey Jr. in there You know, continuing his like mentorship For Spider-Man uh, The opening of the trailer is hilarious With some thieves robbing a bank And they're all wearing Avengers mask And he's like, hey, you guys aren't the Avengers I think Hulk gave it away um, Some really funny stuff Tom Holland is Spider-Man He is Peter Parker He just kills it in this role The eyes look awesome The webbing under the arms looks awesome Michael Keaton is in this thing He's the vulture He looks awesome as a villain Great first trailer And we even the last shot of the trailer Spider-Man swinging through the city With Iron Man flying next to him How incredible is that Spider-Man Homecoming looks awesome Comes out in July of next year And I'm so excited Great trailer Then we got a surprise drop Of War for the Planet of the Apes This is the third Planet of the Apes film um, with Of course with Andy Serkis So we had Rise of the Planet of the Apes A couple years ago <clears throat> With um, James Franco <laughs> Of all people And of course you know he um, Ran a lab and then the little monkey Got smart and a- Andy Serkis Played Caesar And um, great movie Man I remember the summer That that movie came out I was so floored With how much I enjoyed that film I couldn't believe it Um, And then a couple years later They came out with Dawn of the Planet of the Apes Another great movie And then they said We're going to make a trilogy Might even make four or five films So then they started making this one here And it was supposed to come out this past summer Got pushed back And I was like man that sucks This trailer dropped (coughs) Excuse me Wow So this one is War for the Planet of the Apes I think it takes place, they said, two years After the last film And now the military is getting there And they're ready to go to an all-out war With the apes Caesar's still there, leading his troops It looks insane It looks crazy And they're saying this is the last step Before we move into the actual planet 
of the apes at this point an amazing trailer and it was such a nice surprise when the thing dropped so check out that trailer if you haven't seen that yet war for the planet of the apes with woody harrelson as the bad guy how awesome is that and then last night we get surprised with another trailer drop fast eight fast and furious eight we knew it was coming Comes out in May <coughs> Sorry, God, all of a sudden <clears throat> Comes out in May of next year, I believe um, So the trailer drops And now the film has a new title It's called The Fate of the Furious And I'm surprised Fate doesn't have Like an actual 8 in it to uh, You know, connect all those dots Like so they love to do sometimes Like, too fast, too furious um, But The Fate of the Furious And this trailer drops And we see an awesome action scene In the beginning and then we see something I never thought I'd see, which really shocked me when I'm watching the trailer. Dominic Toretto turn on his team. Yes, he turns on his team. The Rock is pissed. His team is pissed. And they're going after him. Charlize Theron's in this one. She's the villain. And she's got Dom, I don't know, maybe under some kind of brainwashing. Maybe she has some kind of leverage over him to make him do this bad stuff. But this movie is basically Dominic Toretto as a bad guy going up against his team, um, which is pretty insane. Um, But I love it. I love it because it's something unique. It's something fresh. When you're going into the eighth film of a franchise, it's time to start mixing some shit up. And they definitely are doing it here. Um, Another (laughs) big twist in the trailer, getting Jason Statham out of jail and forcing him to work with the team. Of Tyrese and Ludacris and The Rock and uh, Letty and all them My, I love the trailer by the way, just loved it, it was so good What I'm trying to think is what could make Dominic turn on his so-called family Which that's always been the theme of these films, family The only thing I can think of is that they play out a storyline where Paul Walker's character, Brian O'Connor and His wife Mia, of course, who was Dom's sister in the movie Like, they get taken hostage Or, you know, their lives are threatened by Charlize Theron And she's saying, you know, hey, you better do what I say Or I'm going to kill your sister and your brother-in-law and your nephew Um, You know, or both kids, actually, at this point Because she was pregnant in the last movie So I can see something like that making Dom kind of do bad things To protect, you know, them Especially if you play it up with that character It would explain why Paul Walker's character is not in this film Um, Because then I'm like How can you explain why he's not involved, right? (laughs) Especially if Dom turns on the gang You would think Brian O'Connor would be involved in that So either they're the ones in danger And they've been taken hostage Or when all hell breaks loose They get a hold of Brian And they say, hey, you need to get to a safe house You need to go away Because Dom's doing some bad shit And they kind of play it off that way We'll see Those are just my speculations But an amazing trailer nonetheless So lots And lots of big trailers drop And there's even some other little ones That have dropped that we posted That you know I'm not going to spend too much time on But if you haven't seen any of these Or you want to watch them again Once again I implore you to head to our website It's miontheair.com There is a trailer's Tab. There's a trailer link at the very top If you click it, it'll take you to the trailer section I have all the trailers in there for you Everything new coming out that has been released Including all these barren new ones that we're talking about 
AmiOnTheAir.com, click on the trailers tab, and we'll get you caught up to speed. Lickety split. So check out all the amazing trailers. They've been posted on our Facebook. They've been posted on our Instagram. They've been posted on our Twitter. Now it's time to check them out. AmiOnTheAir.com. Alright, so there's some trailer news that I wanted to get caught up on. Now let's get to the official news of the last week. Oh, and you know what just dawned on me? Another trailer that dropped that I totally spaced. The Baywatch trailer. Another one. We just talked about the fate of the Furious with my man Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Rock rolls! Uh, so he's got another movie coming out. Of course, the big, the big comedy movie. Sorry about that. Um... Had to stop the recording there for a second. Had some drama going on in the household. Um, but in any case, going back to Baywatch. Um, so like I said, we just had The Rock. Rock rolls! And the Fate of the Furious trailer. And then we also got the Baywatch trailer. Of course, the movie version of the ever-so-classic David Hasselhoff show, Baywatch. Which they've taken now and made into a R-rated, in the vein of 21 Jump Street style action comedy. And I liked it. I liked the trailer a lot. I'm really waiting for the red band trailer. Because the trailer they put out is just the green band. I feel like they held back a lot on it with things that they really wanted to do. Because I know this is going to be a hard R, very raunchy, very over the top movie. And I don't think a green band trailer really lended itself to it 100%. But I still really liked the trailer. Zach Efron looked awesome. My girl Alexander Daddario, awesome in it. Um, it was it was a really fun trailer And it comes out Memorial Day of next year So another big trailer that dropped this past week Like I said, I'm sure things are going to pop up uh, The Fist Fight trailer also debuted The second Fist Fight trailer um, With Charlie Day and Ice Cube Which looks pretty funny So a lot of stuff dropping Like I said, com. Click on the trailers tab And check them all out Okay, now <laughs> let's get on over to the news um, Chris Rock announces his first stand-up tour in nine years That's pretty awesome I would totally go see Chris Rock If he came around here Westworld fans expect madness and transcendence in season two And basically any character can come back that was in season one I still need to catch up on Westworld I've been really bad on this They're all in my DVR I'm excited to see this show I just have not had a chance to watch it yet Which is funny because the finale was like last Sunday And now it's over So hopefully I can just binge it now at this point And get through it all But I'm looking forward to it We have the full list of the 2017 Grammy nominations Check that out if you are interested Um, Vin Diesel is teasing that a Groot Versus Hulk scene will be in Avengers Infinity War. Um, that would be awesome. Yes, you know, Vin Diesel likes to say some stuff sometimes, just like he's going to be Black Bolt in the Inhumans movie that's not coming. <laughs> but um, he says that supposedly it will happen a Groot versus Hulk scene in Infinity War. That would be awesome. I would love to see it. It's going to have to be Big Groot, not Baby Groot, if we're going to take on the Hulk. Another new trailer that dropped is for The Circle This one starring Emma Watson and Tom Hanks Based on the best-selling book, looks pretty cool Megan Fox returns the new girl for its Christmas episode We have the first look at CBS's new reality show called Hunted Which premieres on January 22nd Um, Hunted has experts from the FBI, CIA, and U.S. Marshal Service and Navy SEALs Trying to track down contestants hiding in the southeastern U.S. 
pretty cool. I like the sound of this. I like the concept of this. I'm on board. Let's check it out. <clears throat> we have a full article up talking about <clears throat> excuse me. Talking about the future of the Transformers cinematic universe. You can check that out. I don't want to read it and spoil anything for you guys. Um Connor McGregor is in talks to possibly join the cast of Game of Thrones. That's UFC light heavyweight champion Connor McGregor. Will Forrell, Will Forrell, God, what the hell is wrong with me when I read these things sometimes? Will Farrell is teaming up for an esports comedy feature where he's set to play an aging esports champion in an upcoming comedy uh, from Legendary Pictures. I love this. I love the sound of this. Will Farrell's going to be the shit in this. I love it. Um, Leftovers Season 3 It's its third and final season Over on HBO It will return for its final season of just 8 episodes In April of 2017 uh, I like The Leftovers um, I'm a little torn on this show Because the first season was excellent The second season Not so much I'm glad they're doing a third season But I'm also glad that they're saying it's the last And I hope that they wrap this thing up Pretty well because that second season was All over the damn place so, eight final episodes coming in April of 2017. Iron Fist, uh, Scott Buck, who is the showrunner over on Iron Fist for Netflix, has just been signed by Marvel to now showrun The Inhumans. Yes, we talked about The Inhumans is going to be another new television show coming to ABC. <clears throat> and now Scott Buck is going to be the showrunner for that as well. So he must have done an excellent job. With um, Iron Fist So this makes me really happy I think it's going to be great I'm looking forward to the Inhumans TV show Let's do it We have the second teaser trailer For Netflix's Lemony Snicket's A series of unfortunate events So you can get a little bit more insight Into that show coming out here soon Uh, The Founder Which is of course the true story Behind McDonald's starring Michael Keaton it was supposed to come out in August And then it was pushed back to like January Now they're pushing it back up again to this month In limited release um, So it could be available for awards consideration So that's pretty cool uh, Ocean's 8 Currently filming This is the female spinoff version They've just signed Damian Lewis To be the villain um, I really like this Damian Lewis is awesome Really liked him in the first two seasons of Homeland And he's on the new Showtime show Billions Which is also a great show So I'm really really digging uh, him being involved in this As the villain of Ocean's 8 Lily James is set to lead The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society Wow, that is a mouthful There you go (laughs) Um WB is doing some schedule shifting Um, They're moving around some dates here WB has changed up some stuff Including Guy Ritchie's long-awaited King Arthur Legend of the Sword Previously set for a March 24th release The movie is now going to come out on May 12th Which I think sounds like a good deal Um, Usually you push a movie into May because it's really good So I don't see, you know I mean, that's the only reason to move it from March to May They're also shifting some other things The R-rated TV series adaptation of Chips The old TV show Chips The uh, romantic drama Everything Everything And the horror franchise spin-off sequel Annabelle 2 
Chips is going to take King Arthur's old date of March 24th Arriving four months earlier than originally planned While the other two films will swap places Everything, everything will now arrive on May 19th With Annabelle 2 debuting on August 11th So there you go There's some shifting there from Warner Brothers Pictures Going back to new trailers The new Fifty Shades Darker trailer has dropped as well (laughs) Yes, the second trailer for Fifty Shades Darker Which I had to sit through two times this past weekend at the movies For Office Christmas Party and Nocturnal Animals They played this damn trailer I'm like, I couldn't see Wonder Woman or something else (laughs) I had all these new trailers I had to sit through the Fifty Shades Darker trailer twice So that one has debuted, once again, available on our webpage Uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. LMD, Life Model Decoy And a Slingshot digital series Are coming, yes, the second Season, the no, not second season But the second half of this season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Is going to focus on LMD uh, The first half of course Was Ghost Rider and now they've closed that arc And they'll be moving forward with LMD They're also going to be doing a digital Series based on the character Slingshot that will be Available online exclusively PlayStation Four sales surpassed 50 million units in the U.S. It is the biggest selling game system out right now. John Krasinski will narrate the Disney nature film Born in China. Baywatch has been moved up to come out on Memorial Day now. I think I said that earlier, but I'm just confirming that for you. Um, on Memorial Day will be Baywatch. We got a new poster for Resident Evil, the final chapter. It looks pretty cool. I do actually like this poster. Broad City's next season will be coming later next year it's Supposed to be early, now it's coming out later No official date yet Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is Amazon's best-selling book of 2016 The Good Wife spinoff, The Good Fight, will premiere this February Drake has 2016's best-selling album and single over on iTunes And Fifth Harmony's Work From Home is YouTube's top music video of 2016 we have the whole Bat family in the Lego Batman IMAX poster, which looks awesome. We're only a couple months away from this movie. It's going to be great. Everything is awesome. We have five new promos for Legion FX, the new Legion show coming from the FX network in the X-Men universe. We have the first teaser trailer for the DuckTales revival. Walter Goggins is set to play the villain in the new Tomb Raider movie. Yes, Alicia Vikander, we told you months ago, is going to be playing Laura, um, Laura Croft. And now Walter Goggins is going to be playing the villain I like Walter um, Walton, sorry Um, I like Walton (coughs) He's a really good actor He was great in Vice Principals on HBO this past summer So looking forward to seeing him as the villain here The Transformers trailer set a huge record for Paramount Pictures It was the biggest trailer debut for Paramount And it's the third biggest debut um, Behind the Beauty and the Beast um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 And then Transformers The Last Night So congratulations for the big trailer launch there For Transformers There's going to be a Little Shop of Horrors remake Coming from Warner Brother Pictures And Mr. Greg Berlanti is going to be directing it uh, Of course he's the name behind Flash, The Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow Supergirl And now he's going to direct Little Shop of Horrors So hopefully that turns out pretty cool uh, Rain, the TV show Rain is set to end after season 4 So another cancellation there Kate McKinnon is set to serve up something witchy As Grunhilda in The Lunch Witch 
never heard of it. Looks like it's based on some kid's book. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, <coughs> Jennifer Lopez teases Bye Bye Birdie, which is going to be NBC's next live musical. We have the first trailer for a United Kingdom star- starring David Oyelio and Rosamund Pike. John Krasinski says that his Jack Ryan TV series is a completely different take than anything you've seen in the movies so far. Apple is in discussion with movie studios over early access to films. Of course Apple is. Do you have to take everything away from me? (laughs) Damn you, Apple. Um, But hey, that's pretty cool if they can secure some kind of deal like that. We have some more set photos from the Defenders, which are pretty cool. You can actually see Daredevil meeting Jessica Jones for the first time. Uh, Richard E. Grant, we know he's going to be in the new Logan film, the new Wolverine. And uh, we finally know who he's playing. Um, His character has been confirmed in a new black and white photo, of course, because that's all they seem to be doing anymore Um, (laughs) in, in these pictures. I hate it, man. It's the one thing I'm looking so forward to Logan, but one of the things I hate the most is that all these pictures they keep releasing are these weird black and white photos. Um, but we finally find out because the photo is simply captioned with the name Rice on it, which means that he's playing the role of Dr. Xander Rice, one of the creators of the female clone of Wolverine X-23, who's going to be in the film. A sadistic man whose father was a part of the original Weapon X program, Rice was notable for torturing X-23 and also developing her trigger scent, which will send her into a murderous rage. So there you go. That is who he's going to be playing Rice. Richard E. Grant in Logan. We have the official season two trailer for Humans. We have the trailer for One Day at a Time, which is a new Netflix comedy series. We have the second season two trailer for The Expanse over on the Sci-Fi Channel. We have the trailer for The Wall. Uh, this movie kind of came out of nowhere. Heard nothing about it. Directed by Doug Lyman, starring Aaron Taylor Johnson and John Cena. Um, it's a little war movie with a sniper trying to take out Aaron Taylor Johnson and John Cena. Looks really good. I love Doug Lyman. He's a great director. And I was just like, where the hell did this movie come from? I don't remember anybody reporting, including me, that this movie was even coming. And I'm a big wrestling fan, and I usually know everything John Cena's doing. And I was like, John Cena's in this? <laughs> I had no idea. But it actually looks like a pretty cool movie. So check out the trailer for The Wall. The third Cloverfield movie, um, which is called God Particle, it has been delayed until October 2017. The movie was supposed to come out in February, so I don't know why such a massive delay, but it has been moved from February 2017 to October 2017. Um, We have an article up with Ryan Reynolds talking about Deadpool 2, its change of directors, change of scenery, um, just a lot about the movie, so check that out if you're interested. Modern Warfare, (coughs) excuse me, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered DLC is coming later this week completely free. I think it's going to have five or six brand new maps um, that are going to be more remastered maps from the original game. And this is awesome. So uh, I look forward to some free DLC coming from Modern Warfare. NBC has announced its mid-season Sunday lineup, including Shades of Blue, Chicago Justice, and Little Big Shots. Check that out. Um, Powerless, which I'm looking so forward to. Powerless is that new workplace comedy 
um, from NBC, which is set in the DC universe and basically has, and it's an ensemble comedy cast of, uh, working in a work, you know, um, like an insurance agency and they're dealing with all the property destruction that the superheroes cause. Um, I just love the concept of this thing from the minute they announced it. And I heard good things from Comic-Con screening and now NBC has finally announced the release date of this thing. Cause I've been waiting. I'm like, where the hell is powerless? Um, it's finally going to debut in February of 2017. Looking really forward to this <coughs> here. Vanessa, um, Hutchins is in it. Uh, Ron Funches, who I love. Um, you know, so great cast. And, um, I just found out earlier today, actually, that the show is actually going to take place at Wayne Enterprises. So they're all going to be working at Wayne Enterprises. Um, it supposedly takes place at a company called Retcon Insurance, um, which uh, that might change in the show, but it, now that they've announced that they're at Wayne Industries, but I thought that was hilarious. So um, can't wait for Powerless. February 2017, it's coming on NBC, so check that out. We have a trailer from uh, Craig Robinson about his new uh, karaoke showdown show, uh, jamming to some ludicrous. This is really in response to, of course, you know, Jimmy Fallon started Lip Sync Battle, and then Spike TV said, let's do a Lip Sync Battle show. Then now James Gordon has been blowing up with Carpool Karaoke, and then of course Spike TV said, we need a Carpool Karaoke show, so now they got Karaoke Showdown. And Craig Robinson is going to be the host of that. So that's coming very soon. Check out a teaser for that. A Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine documentary series called The Defiant Ones is coming to HBO next year. Early reactions to Logan praise its gritty tone. Um, <clears throat> basically, they screened about 40 to 45 minutes of Logan for some critics last week. And the reviews have been overwhelmingly positive. Everybody says it does have that really dark, gritty tone that the trailer does, but it's very rated R. It's very violent. Um, it feels like a Western. It's got great action and just that this is definitely the big high note for you, Jackman, to go out on as Wolverine. So really, really gets my hopes up for this film that it's going to be the incredible piece of art that I think it's going to be. Cinemax is bringing back Strike Back. But not with Philip Winchester and Sullivan Stapleton um, When I saw the article say Cinemax is bringing back My hope was that it was Banshee Right Lynx? My boy Lynx and me me and him We did that Welcome to Banshee podcast for months We love that show and that's what Cinemax should be bringing back Even if it's with an all new cast I would love to see another Banshee show But they're bringing back Strike Back <laughs> Now this is a show I tried to get into and actually it was pretty decent, but I never went back to the beginning and watched it. Um, this supposedly is going to take place a couple years after the end of the previous show run, but bring in a whole new cast now of this division of the government that they worked for. So it doesn't look like any of the original people are coming back. It's just going to be brought back kind of in a reboot fashion. Um, so I'd be interested to check it out. I might jump in on this point and then go back and watch it from there. Of course, uh, Sullivan Stapleton's on Blind Spot now. Philip Winchester's on that new Chicago Law show. He did The Player last year with uh, Wesley Snipes, which I thought was an awesome show, and it ended up getting canceled, which really sucked. But um, <clears throat> it says there's still hope that they could maybe pop up on the new Strike Back, but probably not. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, 
Sorry, give me just a second here. We already, like I said, I was doing news kind of out of sequence today, so I'm kind of coming across some duplicates here that I want to skip over. We have another new trailer for Assassin's Creed, um, which actually comes out in a couple weeks, so it's kind of weird they dropped the third trailer finally, but it's a really good trailer. Gets me even more excited for that, so check out um, that. Um, Ryan Reynolds says that he really wants to do a Deadpool Wolverine team-up movie. He says, I think the two of them would light the screen on fire. He says he's talking to you, Jackman, and he's really trying to convince him to come back and do a movie with them. Please, please, please. I know it's going to be hard because I bet you anything New Jackman feels like Logan is the right note to go out on. But please, if you could do a random spinoff film with Deadpool, please do it, you. Please, that would be the most incredible thing ever to see these two kind of on like a buddy road trip kind of movie. I want to see a Deadpool Wolverine film. And thank you, Ryan Reynolds, for trying to make it happen. Um, HBO is developing Glare, which will be a space colonization drama from J.J. Abrams. Puff the Magic Dragon movie is in development over at Fox. Pow- a new Power Rangers poster came out, but this one featuring the Zords. It's hard to see them. They're kind of walking through a mountainside in the mist, and you can see one pretty good, and then they kind of get more and more foggy as they stretch out. But I gotta say, from just what I've seen of these of these big robotic things running through the forest... This poster is pretty damn tight So um, Power Rangers will be hitting theaters On March 24th of next year uh, Will Smith explains why he chose Suicide Squad over Independence Day Resurgence My first thought He read the script to Independence Day Resurgence And he said fuck that shit uh, But no he, he says that he just he wanted to do something new And something fresh And he didn't want to go backwards And just reprise an old role like that So he wanted to do something new and unique And Suicide Squad was that I'm glad he made that decision He was way better as Deadshot Independence Day Resurgence sucked And it would have been a waste to put Will Smith in that Um, The solo Batman movie Has been inserted Which then pushed back Justice League sequel Out of 2019 And therefore Shuffles around for Zack Snyder To kind of step away to do a little passion project Zack Snyder is set to direct a new film called The Last Photograph. Um, this is something he's been wanting to make for a couple years, but you know he made Man of Steel, then he made Batman v Superman, then he made Justice League, and he was getting ready to do Justice League Two. And then Warner Brothers said, "Well, let's let's push Justice League Two back a little bit. Put in that Batman solo movie with Ben Affleck. That'll give you a little bit of time." So because the Batman movie came in, <clears throat> and Justice League Two has been pushed back. And now gives Zack Snyder a little bit of time to step out of the DC Universe and direct his little passion project called The Last Photograph. So congratulations to uh, you know Zack Snyder getting to do something a little different. I like when directors get a chance to do that. It was like when Michael Bay was just doing Transformers, Transformers, Transformers. Then he finally got to step aside and do Pain and Gain. And I loved Pain and Gain. So you know hopefully Zack gets a good opportunity to do this. And when he comes back to Justice League 2, he'll feel nice and refreshed. Um... Sony must be really happy with the positive buzz around Spider-Man Homecoming Because they've already set a sequel for 2019 Yes, Spider-Man Homecoming 2, as it's tentatively called right now Will be hitting theaters in 2019, summer of 2019 So that's awesome, man It's good to see them moving forward and saying Hey, 
we're not gonna we're not gonna leave you guys hanging there um, for a sequel to this thing. We're gonna get moving. We're gonna get cranking, and we're gonna keep the Spider-Man universe chugging along. Uh, on top of that, Spider-Man, uh, top of Spider-Man getting a sequel, uh, Sony has also made some other moves. Um, they've also put in a sequel for another Bad Boys movie. Yes, we don't. We haven't even had Bad Boys Three yet, which is tentatively titled Bad Boys for Life. Um, but Sony already has dated sequels. The studio confirmed that a follow-up, um, follow-ups to both Spider-Man: Homecoming and Bad Boys will arrive summer of 2019. Um, Spider-Man: Homecoming Two is going to uh, come to theaters on July 5th. 2019 while bad boys four will come out memorial day weekend of may 24th 2019 so um bad boys for life which is the third movie is set for a january 2018 arrival um so um just this past week will smith told jimmy kimmel that they're getting very very close to start shooting so they're looking very forward to doing number three and now number four. So I like it, man. Give me some more bad boys. Give me some Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, more sequels that I definitely want to see. Um, we told you last week's show that Amy Schumer is doing a new Barbie movie. They've just set the dates for this one. Um, the Barbie movie starring Amy Schumer will be coming to theaters in summer of 2018. So there you got that. Uh, director uh, Jay Bayona has said that the Jurassic World sequel is going to be having a political element. So take that for what it is. We got an article up with Sigourney Weaver telling us what uh, James Cameron's been working on for the sequels to Avatar. So that's pretty cool. Um, La La Land makes a very impressive box office debut. With $855,000 Now that might not sound like a lot to you It might not Listen It debuted at number 15 On the box office On, take this Just 5 movie theaters 5 The number 1 film was Moana And if you look at its per screen average It's like $3,000 La La Land made $855,000 it smashed. Now, this movie, I think, is finally going to get a wide release next week or the week after. Lots and lots of award buzz for this thing. Um, it's massive. That's the biggest debut in such a limited engagement that I think we've ever seen. La La Land breaks records and comes out with an astonishing $855,000 at a number 15 debut on just five screens. Whew. Insane. And let's see here. Um, Paramount Pictures also announced that they're going to be distributing an upcoming and an inconvenient truth sequel, uh, the documentary with Al Gore. We already talked about all of this. Getting to the end here. Like I said, last night was the Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, I'm not going to. Sp- Read through everything But La La Land won Best Picture Silicon Valley and Game of Thrones won Best Comedy and Drama Series Lots of big winners last night My show Shark Tank won Best like Reality Show So if you're interested in seeing the full winners there Check out the article we just posted yesterday The Critics' Choice Awards Complete Winners List um, Over the box office Moana won the domestic box office For a third time 
Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them internationally won the box office for a fourth time, and La La Land opened up with that massive debut in just five theaters. So just some quick stuff there from the box office report. We have an extended TV spot for the Lego Batman movie, which looks hilarious. Um, uh, let's see, we already talked Golden Globes because, like I said, that was the newest news that came out today, and we've already gone through that. Um, the TV show Flipper Flop, which is on the um, Home Network, um, Home and Garden Network, I think. My wife watches the show. Um, but the two stars of the show, which is a married couple, just announced today they're getting a divorce. So everybody was wondering, what's going to happen to the show? Well, HGTV says that the show will con- re- uh, continue its production schedule and no changes should be made. So yeah, we'll see how that actually goes. Star Trek Discovery has added three new actors to the cast to play Klingons. Uh, a bunch of no names, so nothing much to get into. Rachel Wise is set to headline a biopic film of Dr. James Berry, a 19th century woman who posed as a man to practice medicine. Very interesting concept there. Um, Terry O'Quinn has joined the Black Blacklist spinoff, and he'll be playing Tom's dad in the new show. Um... Scripts have been revealed um, That there's a Madonna biopic film in the work And a new Mindy Kaling comedy script And our last piece of news here Just dropped literally a couple hours ago um, Is that we found out who a villain's going to be In the Aquaman movie No shocker here Because James Wan is directing Aquaman And somebody James Wan has used in pretty much all his movies Is Patrick Wilson So you, So you think there's got to be a role for Patrick Wilson in this thing, right? They announced today that Patrick Wilson is set to play the Aquaman villain Ocean Master. Um, I've actually never heard of Ocean Master. Um, I, oh God, now I can't think of the villain I was actually thinking of in Aquaman. There's one main villain uh, that Aquaman usually has, and I thought for sure he'd play that, but, you know. It is what it is. I think this is why Patrick Wilson dropped out of Ant-Man, to be honest. Because, he remember, he signed on to be an Ant-Man. And I don't know what role he was going to play. But then he ended up dropping out. And I think it's because of this. I think uh, James Wan said, hang tight. I want to bring you into the DC universe. Get out of that Marvel stuff. And he's very respectful to James Wan. So, there you go. Patrick Wilson set to play Ocean Master in Aquaman. And that's your news, ladies and gentlemen. That catches us up to speed in all the latest and greatest in the entertainment news. Let's talk release dates and box office, and we'll wrap this baby up. On DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow, Suicide Squad. Not only Suicide Squad hitting, but also the extended cut, which I'm very anxious to see. I asked for it for Christmas, so hopefully Santa will bring it to me. Uh, so Suicide Squad, Ben-Hur, the Ben-Hur remake that came out this past August. Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Morgan and Bridget Jones Baby So a lot of big releases this week In theaters on Friday You ready? It's time Rogue One, A Star Wars Story La La Land and Collateral Beauty So big weekend at the box office Of course I've already got my IMAX tickets Purchased for Rogue One Looking very forward to seeing this on opening night Friday With Geeky Pat and Peeps The Red Dragons Assemble crew Which hopefully will be assembling this week Sometime for a new podcast We'll see I know I've been promising that for probably two or three months now Um, But it's coming, I swear We were just talking about it the other day (laughs) And um, so we're assembling for Rogue One And I gotta tell you, 
There's a review embargo on Rogue One until tomorrow, so nobody's really written a review yet. But they Disney did allow people to tweet their responses to the world premiere the other night, and they have been, I think, almost a hundred percent positive. People are saying this is the best Star Wars movie ever, besides the first movie. I've heard people say this is just as good as Empire Strikes Back. I've heard people say this is you know ten times better than The Force Awakens. That this is a true Star Wars film. People are coming out of this thing. Just feeling glorious at how amazing This thing is in the Star Wars universe So it's probably going to bum people out That it's a one-off film after seeing it, that, that this is it for this team um, But it makes me very excited My expectations literally just shot through the roof By how much people are loving this thing uh, Of course like I said La La Land doing great Getting all this awards love Rolls out to more theaters this Friday And Collateral Beauty man I really like the trailer for this I don't know if I'll rush out to the theater to see it but this trailer made me cry, man, on multiple occasions <laughs> So, uh, it's definitely something I want to see I don't know if I need to run to the theater to see it, so we'll see And here's your weekend box office Coming in at number 10, it's Hacksaw Ridge with 2.3 million Number 9 is Trolls with 3.1 mil Number 8 is Manchester by the Sea with 3.2 million Number 7 is Nocturnal Animals with 3.2 million Number 6 is Allied with 4 mil Number 5 is Doctor Strange with 4.6 million Number four is Arrival with 5.6 million. Number three is Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them with 10.8 million. Number two is a debut. It's the only new movie of the weekend, and it was Office Christmas Party, which I reviewed for you at the beginning of the show. Office Christmas Party debuted at number two with a nice 17.5 million. It was a respectable debut there for a comedy film, rated R comedy film. So Office Christmas Party, number two, 17.5 million. And just barely beating it out at number one for the third week in a row It's Moana with another $18.8 million So very nice Moana chucking along there when it comes to the box office So that'll do it ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much We're hitting right at that hour mark I told you, somehow every week we seem to hit this exact mark I don't know how it happens, I really don't shoot for it (laughs) It used to be, sometimes a show would be a half hour I don't know why it just hits an hour every week now Regardless of what I'm talking about But, we've come to our time So thank you so much for tuning in once again Please make sure you follow all our social media Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash air. Follow us on Twitter at air. Follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega of course, our webpage, once again, is amiontheair.com. That's where you can listen to the show, check out the Am I Still on the Airs, look at trailers, of course, all those big trailers we talked about right there on the website. Look at movie reviews if you're ever curious of like, hey, I think Don just talked about that movie last week on his show, and you want to see what I rated it? Just go to the website, man, amiontheair.com. It's very compatible on cell phones, too, and you can see what I rated the movie that you're looking to go see. <laughs> Hopefully that helps you out. Uh, Of course, it has all our social media links on there as well. Um, Of course, we are available on iTunes, so download, rate, subscribe if you can. Leave a review. That would be awesome and really help me out. If iTunes is not your thing, we are, of course, available on Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn. We're all over the interwebs. You can even stream us and listen to us on YouTube. Uh, It is audio only. So go to YouTube.com, subscribe to us at Am I on the Air. Uh, We have a great Instagram as well. Looking to do a little bit more with Instagram. They're starting to do some live stuff like Facebook, and they're starting to uh, allow longer video recordings and stories and all kinds of stuff. So we might be utilizing the Instagram a little bit more. Now that we have some more options So definitely subscribe to us And follow us on Instagram there Just search Am I on the Air 
And of course our great affiliates RedDragonsRadio.com It's RedDragonsRadio.com Follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio Where you can listen to this show Red Dragons Assemble uh, Indie Sports Car Podcast This week with The Geek Which just returned <coughs> Welcome back this week with The Geek King Falls AM um, the Moose Metal Podcast, Pro Wrestling Nation, um, you know, um, way off topic with Frank and Pez. I mean, so much stuff. It t- tongue ties me all up. It's all the best podcast on the web, reddragonsradio.com. Make sure you follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio so you can get the tweets and always see when new episodes drop and, uh, when, uh, your favorite podcast drops something new. So with that being said, thank you. Have a great week. Um, Stay safe out there while you Christmas shop and you get everything ready for the holidays. I hope everybody does awesome. And until next time, y'all. Peace. Bye, Daddy. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!